0: Welcome to What is Truth? The radio show devoted to asking the question, What is truth? Now, your hosts, Doctor and Pastor of Grace and Truth Church in Amherst, Michael Caesar, and co host Johnny D.
1: Want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth.
2: You can't handle the truth. Do like Jesus said search the scriptures, and you'll know what is truth. Amen. Welcome. To the morning show, the What Is Truth radio show, right here on this local station every Sunday morning at 7 o'clock, one solid hour of interesting back and forth dialogue and thoughts on what god said in his bible amen the show amen. is called what is truth and the greatest truth is the truth that god has given us by revelation in the holy scriptures we have been studying a great book in the new testament it's the acts of the apostles and we've got our studio panel here together with us uh, john D giuseppe good to have you brother john good to be here brother mark sassy good, good to have morning. you, brother and uh, yours truly brother mike and we're Here, looking in the fifth book of the New Testament, the Acts of the Apostles, because after the four Gospels, God wanted to give us a history as to how his son, Jesus, began to build his church with believers and disciples, and he started with apostles, and we worked our way through, and we saw in the beginning that uh, Peter was doing a lot of work in jerusalem and then as jesus said you're going to head up northward to judea samaria and the uttermost part of the earth and we saw paul come on the scene and in the 14th 13th the 14th chapter he's out there doing work in asia minor he's going to be heading to europe and he just made a great missionary journey his first one he comes home he gets back to the little church in antioch in syria a bunch of faithful men there, people that believe the word of God, people that prayed regularly. And when he gets there in the 15th chapter of Acts, certain men who were Jewish came and said, well, you know, except you get circumcised after the manner of Moses, you cannot be saved. Hmm. And there was a lot of Disputing and Paul and Barnabas said, You know, what we need to do let's go back to Jerusalem, let's get all the apostles together and consider this matter. And they finally came back to Jerusalem in verse 4 of Acts chapter 15. They were received of the great church in Jerusalem, and the apostles and the elders, and they got together and they're starting to talk. And what happens in verse 5? Mark. Well, in verse five, there was it says that it rose up certain of the sect of the Pharisees. It was a sect
1: which believed, saying that it was needful to circumcise them and to command them to keep the law of Moses. Whoa, that's that's a big demand that
2: they're putting on these Gentiles, yeah. who are believing the gospel. And, and Paul, in the chapter before, was saying to these the. The people in the 13th chapter, two chapters before, he gave a great uh, sermon. He said, God raised Jesus from the dead. Jesus had no corruption. Through this man, Jesus, uh, Acts 13, uh, 38, is preached to you the forgiveness of sins. And by him, by Jesus Christ, all that believe, obviously, in Jesus, are justified from all things from which you could not be justified by the law of Moses. The law of Moses couldn't give you salvation or justification. Jesus alone could. And these guys come back and saying, we need to circumcise and go back to the law. That it's kind of crazy, but it's the same thing that we see today. Yeah. Because this chapter starts
1: out where they're saying you have to be circumcised after the manner of Moses. You got to keep the law and be circumcised. So it's an outward thing. That's not of the heart. This chapter talks about things of the heart, that God knows the heart. Yes. And... So circumcision is an outward thing. And today we have baptism that an people trust thing. in, which is an outward thing. It's or, not a heart
2: thing. Or confirmation. They give you a certificate. Everybody sees it outwardly. communion.
0: Yeah. yeah. It's, um, you know, and, and again, even circumcision, that's, it's man's doing. Right. It's, uh, the a rabbi or whatever, yeah. or whatever, a doctor or whatever it might be is doing it. Again, man's doing, and they just can't get it through their head. The, yesterday and today that Christ did it all. Salvation is a work of God. It's uh, a work of God. There you go. It's, you know, it's nothing else. It's, it's just Jesus Christ. What God did with with Jesus for us, there's nothing we can do to make ourselves uh, than, any holier. Right. Yeah. Or better in God's eyes. Accept God. accept is is yeah, give the grace to, which to is Jesus it. Christ. Yeah, to receive and, it. And all three of us at this table have that. Believe and, and receive no, yeah. and, no, and we have it we have it probably to the same amount. Whatever God put it put, sure. put our souls for earnest. Sure. What we do afterwards, you know, for the Lord, that's to our account. Yeah. But that, but salvation is it's not free. Gift. It's a free gift. Yes. So we got a big
2: conference going on here. We have the apostles. We have the elders. We have believers. We have these people from the sect. S e c t. Like a, a little section of a Pharisaical believers saying we got to circumcise and, and keep the law of Moses. So what happens in verse 6? What, what goes on? Well, in,
1: in verse 6 of Acts 15, it says, And the apostles and the elders came together for to consider of this matter. Yeah. And when there had been much disputing, Peter, so Peter's the first one to speak here, Peter rose up, and he said unto them, Men and brethren, ye know how that a good while ago God made choice among us, that the Gentiles, he's not talking about the Jews right now, he says, but the Gentiles, by my mouth, should hear the
2: word of the gospel and believe. So he's going back to chapter 10. Right. Yes. In chapter 10, it said that uh, Peter was traveling, and there was a man by the name of Cornelius. Yes. he was. They called him a centurion of the Italian band. He was obviously a Roman. He had a, a, an Italian band of uh, soldiers. He was in charge. He was praying to God, and God said, Talk to Peter, A uh, Peter shall tell thee words whereby thou and all thy house shall be saved. And uh, and this was a big deal because yeah, at first salvation was to the Jews,
1: right? This is the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Mm-hmm. He gave the oracles of God, the words of God to the Jews, yep. right, to Moses and such. And here in Acts chapter 10, like he went back to, all of a sudden, it's going to the Gentiles, and the Gentiles gladly received it. Yeah, they they were, sure did. Yeah. and, and <laughs> Like we my, did. A, yeah, a couple of Gentiles amen. here. <laughs> and, and so this is very pertinent for today with Gentiles that are listening, and, sure. and even if there's Jews that are listening, you know, I got to say, in the next two verses, let's listen to this. Okay. In verse 8, it says, and God, which knoweth the hearts, see, he's looking in the heart. God knows your heart. He bare them witness, giving them that would be the Gentiles, the Holy Ghost, even as he did unto us, meaning us the Jews. And he put no difference between us and them, the Jew and the Gentile, purifying what? Their hearts by faith. Amen. By right. faith,
0: not That's by works. Right. 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 What a, do you think, John? I, I mean do. Well, you know, you go back, Pastor, to um to chapter ten when 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 um when Peter was with Cornelius and the Italian band there. Yeah. And they marveled uh, that that through his name, whoever believed in him shall have remission of sin. sins. And verse 44, why Peter yet spoke these words, the Holy Ghost fell on all of them which heard the word. These are Gentiles. Yeah. And he marveled. And they have the circumcision, him and the people with him, which believed. They were astonished as many as sure. came with Peter because that on the Gentiles also was poured out the gift of the Holy Ghost. So God has a gift. So God has a gift. And the
2: gift is, even though Jesus was a Jew and the patriarchs were Jews and the apostles were Jews,
0: he's saying, I want to give my gift to everybody. But the Holy Ghost, the the Holy Ghost is of God. Yeah. And, and they were not, those Gentiles were not circumcised. So does Peter have to go all the way back and say, wait a minute, wait a minute, minute. let me get the knife. Yeah. Yeah. The the Holy Ghost fell on him. Case closed. That's it. Case closed. That's all the evidence you need. That's all you need. And so the question in
1: this chapter in Acts 15 starts out right in the first verse. They're saying, unless you be circumcised after the manner of Moses, you cannot be what? Saved. Those men were saved saved in chapter 10. Yes, they were. So so the Holy Ghost came upon them. They were saved and they got baptized afterwards after they got saved. And when we're talking about this free gift, I have to... Go aside for just a second. When I was driving this morning in my car, I heard a preacher on the radio and he mentioned at the very end of the Bible, at the very end, Uh, in in, uh, Revelation chapter 22. Great great verse. Just a couple of verses before God closes his book. And he read this out of a Bible that was a modern Bible. Oh, they removed the word. Oh, it was oh, King no. James. I guess it was not. 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 Okay. And, and so his Bible said in verse seventeen. Seventeen. It said, "And let him that is a thirst come, and whosoever will, let him take the water of life without cost." But that's not what the Bible says. The Bible says, "Let him take the water of life freely." That's right. And I had to turn my radio off and ponder that for a moment and think about what's the difference between a free gift and something without cost. And here's the difference. Something with cost is means there's dollars and cents involved, Yep. yep. right? Dollars and coins. But a free gift means that not only is it no dollars and cents, but it's no works, right? Because a man can Either buy a meal with dollars and cents, sure. or he can work for a meal by yeah. his work. Yeah, we'll right. work
2: for uh, for lunch if yeah people right. have those signs up. Right. Yeah, right, we'll right.
0: work for That's food. And point. actually,
2: that was a promise going all the way back to the garden. Yeah, Genesis chapter two and verse sixteen: The Lord God commanded the man, and saying, "Of every tree of the garden thou mayest eat freely." And Amen. so God wants to freely give things. When Eve was quoting that to the devil, she left out the
0: word freely. And Jesus brings it back to let you know, my father yes. has a free gift for all of you. Yes. yes. And Amen. I just wanted to point out for the listener, in case they don't know, when we talk about Pharisees, these are, I guess, the equivalent of priests and bishops and popes of the Jewish, of the Jewish, of, yeah, of, of Judaism, of Jewish religion. Notice that, but Peter and Barnabas and Paul and John, they're not Pharisees, folks. No. They're, they were fishermen. For the most part, yeah. right? Common people. These are Pharisees yeah. that that it got. through, They believed, they believed, but they were they were uh, they were different than these. But they were because Judaism was a religion, and and again, it says over here. There rose up a certain a certain of the sect of the Pharisees, which believed. So they did believe on the Lord Jesus you know, Christ. I'm not sure that's what they believed.
2: I, uh, I think I say they believed There's... the the rest of the verse that it was needful to be circumcised. Okay, yeah. They and, were they, Their belief was one of taking the Lord and Amen. adding something to it. Amen. And, and uh, you know, I've often taught... In the Old Testament, or when Jesus came in the Gospels, which was still Old Testament time, not till he died on the cross did the New Testament get ushered in. But when he was preaching as an Old Testament Jew to all those people in Jerusalem, everyone, the the people that fought with him were the religious folks, the Pharisees Pharisees and the Sadducees. Sadducees. Yes. And and you often wonder, well, who are those guys today? You can't find them in the yellow pages. But as I studied the Bible, what I noticed, the Pharisees had a... uh, Something they would fall back on all the time that Jesus would say, "You keep adding to my Father's word. You add traditions." Pharisees are like plus. We're gonna plus. We're gonna add extra things to what God said. And the Sadducees, they didn't believe in the spirit world. They didn't believe in angels. They didn't believe, and so they subtract from the word of God. Yes. So Pharisees add, Sadducees subtract. Today, you're right, John. The major Indeed. adders are the uh, the Vatican. The, the yep. College of Cardinals, the popes, the bishops, they have added councils and right. decrees the catechism. and catechisms and sacraments. Yep. And the scholars, the modern scholars, they take things out like you saw today. They took off the word freely. Yes. They subtract. The right. scholars are the Sadducees. The Pharisees are the popes and the priests. And Jesus <laughs> says... Can't you just come to me without all that extra stuff? Exactly. And, 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 and trust I think,
0: what I say. Yeah, and yeah, trust what no, I say. Yeah. And so for the listener's sake, what was happening 2,000 years ago, it's, you still have it today. But understand something. This is ground zero. I call it ground zero. This is, these are the men that walked and were taught by Jesus Christ sure. himself. Yes. Okay, this is ground First zero. So generation. So they, so they could push back on these Pharisees, right? But this this this, this way of thinking did spread did spread to what we have today oh, absolutely. Where, where they didn't have where uh you know 100 years later 200 years later 300 years later they didn't have a peter to push them back they didn't have john was gone and eventually you have what you have today one of the things when when i um when i first started coming coming to church and reading the bible i was confused and i had people to talk to me when you witness them they're confused like well who's right this one says this one. You all call yourself Christians, and but this one says this one. This one says you have to yeah, have the sacraments. So, yeah, why so many yeah, differences? Why so many differences? And this is Satan's way. Confusion. To, to confusion. Yeah, God's, to God's not the author to of confusion. Divide. Exactly. But this this way, folks, even at ground. what I say ground zero with the apostles, it started creeping in already. Already. Well, it's the enemy. It's, he's, it's the God's enemy. trying to it's show us that
2: the devil is going to try and confuse the work of God and confuse the people who hear the word of God. So they think they can make any one of a number of choices. Right. But the reality is there's only one of two choices. Either you believe what God said and wrote. Yep. Or you don't. Right, exactly. That's what it comes down. He said, well, well, I believe Hinduism. Okay, that's not believing what God wrote. Right. Well, I believe Islam. That's not Hinduism, but that's not what God wrote. Well, I believe the catechisms. That's not Hinduism or Islam, but that's not what God wrote. Either you believe what God wrote or you didn't. And if you pick something else on the menu, it's all fatal on that wrong side of the menu. It, it, yeah, well, that's,
1: it, a, that's a good example because uh, in this verse 5 here of Acts 15, And when it says there rose up certain of the sect of the Pharisees, which believed, what did they believe? Well, it says right in the same verse what they believed. They believed that you you had to be circumcised and you had to keep the law of Moses. And we see later here, Peter says that we couldn't keep that law. None of us could keep that law. So why are you trying to put this on the Gentiles?
2: You know, there are sects, uh, S-E-C-T, let's call them cults. There are cults today that are kind of cultish. Now, back then, the major religion of that area was Judaism because that's what the Old Testament was based on. Yes. Today, the major religion of, let's say, America would be Christianity because that's what the New Testament is based on. But there are cults in Christianity that want to add to the work of God. There are some that feel you have to keep the Sabbath. There are some that feel... And they're, they're different things. You have to tithe. There's some that feel you have to dress a certain way. Right. They add certain things to the word of God, but let's see what, what do the men say Look, there it's, who it's, were there. To
0: me to me it's it's just it's it's almost what Rome did, what, Mike, three hundred years later, where it's just like, Okay, this way, remember they call it the way? The way this way and, and especially the Jews who are very fearful of 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 their position with the Romans and whatnot, right? Yep. So it's just like okay, uh this isn't gonna go away, so let's make it ours. Let's adopt it. Oh, sure. And that's what happened in, in the 4th ca- century. And, and Roman the Catholic, Catholic yeah.
2: Church, they kind of married with heathenism religion. and a little bit of wow. New Testament. Right. Yeah.
0: Let's adopt it. Let's adopt it because it's not going to go away. But yeah. to keep control, these are your requirements. Yeah, we we'll let our requirements. We'll, <laughs> we'll call them sacraments. Well, yeah.
1: that's pretty fitting because, I mean, as a Catholic, and I grew up Catholic, and you guys too— A requirement of a Catholic is that you have to be baptized to be saved. It's very similar to this chapter about, oh, you need to be
2: circumcised to be saved. That's an outward thing, right? Done by your parents. The baby doesn't go get circumcised. Right. The baby doesn't get baptized. It's the parents partaking in this confusion of that individual. So
1: the individual is really not doesn't even know what he believes. Yeah. Right. And And then to keep command them to keep the law of Moses, it sounds just like today, where well, you have to be good. Yeah. If you're a good person Keep and the someday, someday, that's right, that's someday right. when you die, yeah, then, you, then, you know, we'll, you, we'll, yeah. we'll hope that you get somewhere
0: right. good. And if you do something bad, if you if you are good and you do something bad, you slip back. I, right. I heard a testimony today of a guy. This
2: guy is older than I am. And he was going back. And when he was raised up, he had a good mom, good dad that taught him the only religion they knew, which was Catholicism. And they said, you know, the Ten Commandments are important. And he got into a lot of trouble when he was a young man. He got, he ran with a gang. They stole a car. He was arrested. And he he would go to bed at night and he would pray to God and say, I know I've broken your law and I know I'm going to go to hell. I know there's nothing I can do to fix this. I broke your law. You gave me the choice when I was little and I did the wrong thing. There's no way out for me. He was all torn up. And then he met someone that brought him to the New Testament that showed him that the blood of Christ will cleanse from all sin Amen. and there is forgiveness available. Amen. And he got saved. But he knew I broke the law of
0: Moses. The, right. I, there's nothing right. I can Amen. do at this Amen. point. So, listener, what we're trying to impart to you over here is it's Jesus Christ plus nothing. Yeah. yeah. It's Jesus Christ minus nothing. All right. Wherever you are, if, whether you're involved with a religion or you're thinking about it or you look from afar and say, boy, this one does it this way, this one does it that way, the Bible says, Look at verse nine again. Okay. The Bible says it's the heart. It's yes. the heart, and it's purified by, by faith. You've got by, to believe by faith. Like and you're, it, that, and that yeah. is, and that is it. Yeah. So we're here to tell you that you know. No, now once you once you get yourself saved, you know the Lord would like you to now represent Him to walk in, in the and, Spirit, and walk not in, walk in the Spirit, the flesh. But that is not a requirement. No, I mean, and you say, "Wow, brother," you no, it's not a requirement. He'll take it up with you when you get there. But it's not a requirement Mm -hmm. for for salvation. But but people,
1: I mean, if I went out with a clipboard right now and started interviewing people out on the sidewalk or at the mall or somewhere, and if I asked people in Western New York, do do you have to be baptized? To be saved? Do you Absolutely. have to keep the law of Moses to be saved? I was taught that one. Yeah, I've heard that. That's what I, I'm my sure parents of, taught me. My sure grandparents sure taught me that. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people would say, of course, of course. But this is the Bible here, and the Bible makes it clear, and this matches up here in Acts 15. It matches up with Romans chapter 3 Amen. and 4 and 5. Amen. It matches up with the book of Galatians. And, and God lays a foundation here right from the time of Jesus, right from the apostles. Yeah. This foundation is sure yeah that it's not by works. Amen. So let's let's read Read on, on, read on. Here in verse 10, he says, this is Peter speaking. He says, now, therefore, why tempt ye God to put a yoke upon the neck of the disciples, which neither our fathers nor we were able to bear? (laughs) Question mark. I have to say, Peter's being honest here. We couldn't keep the law of Moses. Peter's saying that. Our fathers couldn't keep it either. But Peter grew
2: up Jewish, and he realized, my dad broke the
0: law? I broke the
2: law. Right. And Jesus saved me. <laughs> and you, know, but yeah, and you know what I find
0: very interesting about verse 10, guys, is that why there, now therefore, why tempt ye God? These, these Gentiles. Why tempt ye God? It says. Why tempt ye God? Why tempt ye God? You're tempting God, now, getting him angry. A, saying you're not a, believing a me. Exactly. Because yes. no yeah. most part, you say, why tempt ye these Gentiles, you know, putting a yoke on them that, that our fathers couldn't even do it. Yeah. Did you hear that, listener? Why tempt ye? This is. This is Peter defending, you know, defending over here. This you you want to tick off God? Yeah. Then twist his word around. Yeah. Yeah. Don't believe it, make it something different. Yeah. Right. That's good. That tempts God. It's anger. Yeah.
1: uh The fear of God is the beginning of wisdom. Yes. And America America is lacking some fear of God. And and so let's move on here in verse 11. Peter says, but we believe that through the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, we shall be saved. Amen. Even as they. Yes. Now, when he says even as they, he's talking the Jews and the Gentiles. Yep. Even as they. Any one of them. Right. And then verse 12. Then all the multitude, all the people that were gathered together, all the multitude kept silence. And they gave audience to Barnabas and Paul. So first it was Peter speaking. Now they give audience to
2: Barnabas and Paul. We just did that great missionary journey. They just mm-hmm. came back okay. from
1: their first one, and declaring what miracles and wonders God had wrought among the Gentiles by them. Amen. So they
2: listened and they heard it, and then first th- testimony. Yes. They're giving a testimony. Uh, let, they're saying, "Let us testify what we just did for the past few months, and these
0: are real eyewitness accounts. We're telling you what happened." And, and, yeah. and, and he's saying, "Declaring what miracles and wonders God, against, yes, God. God had wrought done, Absolutely. among the Gentiles by them." He didn't. He didn't say. After we had circumcised them, no. after we had baptized them, God. no, God did this. After we preached God's word right, to and, them. And they believed, yes. that's it. Yeah. And In, the miracles and wonders, there was yeah. nothing that came with it. We were there, folks. God's In, works
2: follow God's words. Yes. That's what he's saying there. That's you well put, put God's words out there, God will work. But you don't put God's words out there. He can't work. Amen. You're Amen. tempting
1: him. <laughs> God stepped in and God showed yes. up. Mm-hmm. And John, you were just saying that, you know, they weren't going around baptizing on Paul's first missionary journey. In First Corinthians chapter 1, Paul says, I thank God I, do, I baptized none, none. except yes. for one guy. Yeah, one guy he said, one Christ two. sent
2: me not to baptize, yeah, right. but to preach the gospel. Amen. Amen. And the same for Jesus. He didn't go around baptizing. Nope. It says in the yeah. gospel of John, he never baptized. Yes. Jesus baptized not, it says in the fourth You know, chapter. Paul says, yeah. listener...
0: One time to, to one no. of the churches. I can't believe how uh, quickly, what, what verse is that? That you've gotten away from the simplicity, the simplicity of that's Jesus in, Christ. That's in Corinthians. I'll find Corinthians, it for you. I think it's
2: Second it's, Corinthians chapter 11. Uh, um, uh, I fear yes. lest uh, the serpent will beguile you and your minds should be corrupted from the simplicity that is in Christ. God Sim. wants it to be easy and simple. It's Sim- simple. I mean, yes. g- getting
0: circumcised is not simple. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And especially Dr. Jerry and George yeah, yeah, on that yeah, show. Well, especially show, yeah. if you accepted the Lord at, at, as, as an adult. I mean, yeah, it's yeah. nice, you know, and again, it's the simplicity of Jesus Christ. Folks, it's so, It's it's so... Breathtaking. It's so free. Yeah. It's, it's, it's liberty. It's, it's, it's yeah. Where the That's Spirit is, of the Lord it, it, is, there it, is liberty,
2: the it, Bible it, it says. makes you free. It if you know you the free. truth, will make you free. Make you free. That's Amen. right. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. And Mark. if
1: you think circumcision is hard as an adult, try keeping the law of Moses. That's like the whole <laughs> Old Testament. Yeah, 613 six hundred, six hundred, six hundred, laws. You think six hundred, six hundred, you can keep it? Forget it. it. No. Nope. It doesn't happen. So now, so we had uh, Peter rose up to speak in verse 7, and Paul and Barnabas in verse 12, they they spoke. And now here in verse 13, it says, And after they had held their peace, James answered. Now, this is James
2: that would be the brother of Jesus. The younger half-brother of Jesus. There you go. His uh, his mother was Mary. His uh, father was Joseph. Uh, Jesus' mother was Mary. Jesus' father was God. So they were half-brothers. Half-brothers, amen.
1: So James answered, saying, Men and brethren, hearken unto me. Simeon, he means Simon Peter, Simeon hath declared how God at the first did visit the Gentiles to take out of them a people for his name. Amen. And to this agree the words of the prophets as it is written. So now James is going to say, you know, this was, God talked about this back in the prophets. Yes, that's so a right. So, so yeah, here, that's we, right. here we go. He says, as it is written, he says, after this I will return and will build again the tabernacle of David which is fallen down, and I will build, again, the ruins thereof, and I will set it up. Amen. That the residue of men might seek after the Lord and all the Gentiles. See, he throws the Gentiles in there in the Old Testament. Upon whom my name is called, saith the Lord, who doeth all these things.
2: Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's, he's quoting from uh, Amos, Amos chapter 9, Zechariah chapter 6. six yeah. uh, he's quoting Old Testament passages. At one point, they had quoted uh, Deuteronomy chapter 14. It's written in the law and the prophets, Jesus said. These things are written about me. That's why Jesus would say, search the scriptures. If you look carefully, you'll find hidden treasure in there. Amen. It's not right on the surface. You need to read right. and meditate. Notice what they did in verse 12. Then all the multitude gave silence. Verse 13, they held their peace. Why? They've just heard the words of God. When you hear God's words, God wants you to to be quiet for a moment and think about it. And God will show you some things. Amen. One thing he shows right here in verse 16,
1: quoting from the Old Testament, He says, this is God speaking. He says, I will return. You know what? Jesus is coming again. The second coming of Christ. Yes. And he says, and I will build again. And he says, he repeats that. I will build again, the ruins thereof. And I will set it up. Now, I find that interesting. Like you mentioned, Zechariah chapter 6. God's saying, I'm going to do that, right? And if you look on social media, whether it's YouTube or whatever, you'll see all kinds of stuff about, oh, the Jews are rebuilding the temple, (laughs) you know? And and maybe they will rebuild a temple, (laughs) but it's not the temple. Because God himself is going to come back and rebuild that temple according to the word of God.
0: Yes, yes. Well, who's going to be in that temple?
2: When, when he the does, one that build it. the Jews build, the one the Jews build, the Antichrist is going to take exactly. over. But the one Jesus builds, He's going to go into. Amen.
0: Yeah. And, it's, and He's going to take His church, his which, believers, which is these yep. two thousand years. Yep. David yeah. building His church. I mean, he's, he, want, he wants that. He wants that temple to be filled. And so, why is this important? I think it's simply important for this reason.
1: If you see, let's say it's on the news. Let's say they put it on NBC News or something. Mm-hmm. Oh, look, they started construction and they're building this temple in Jerusalem. Well, if it's not the Lord building it, then the, the Bible ought to clue you in that there's something wrong with that.
2: You know, it's interesting in the Old Testament, there's a passage in in Jeremiah where the God, God was upset saying, don't run around and say the temple, the temple, the temple as if you can build them. There's only one temple, the one I give. Today, you can't run around and say the Bible, the Bible, the Bible. There's only one Bible, the one God gave. Amen. Today, men are building and writing Bibles. Amen. And God's not going to accept those either. Amen. Amen. It has to be his pure words. It's got to be God's words. words. Amen.
1: Uh, So he says, we left off here at verse 18. He says, this is uh, James speaking, Known unto God are all his works from the beginning of the world. Amen. Wherefore my sentences, and I'll repeat that, Wherefore, my sentence is, so he's declaring the end here like a judge, yep. right? That we trouble not them, which from among the Gentiles are turned to God.
2: So he's saying we're not going to trouble them. Yeah, We're not going to put a yoke and extra burdens on them. Uh, God just removed all their burdens Amen. when they believed on my son, Jesus Christ, God says. Amen. They came with a burden of sin, all Ye, Jesus said, who are uh, heavy laden and you're burdened by sin, come unto me. It's it's almost like a, a Santa Claus, instead of with a bag on his back, he says, bring me you're, you know, when we were kids, John, I don't know, when you wanted to run away from home, you get a stick yeah. and you get you get a little sheet and you tie your stuff in on a stick and you go walking away with that thing. Well, that's, you know, we go through life and we collect a whole bunch of garbage that yes. we put on ourselves. and Jesus says, bring it to me. Why do I want to put a burden back on these people? I just removed their burden. Now you listen to the What Is Truth radio show. We're in the middle of a great chapter in the middle of the book, The Acts of the Apostles, where God again is laying down in his word that all you need to do is to turn your heart to jesus by faith and he will purify it and he will give you the grace of the lord and salvation that's god's desire for your soul god made your soul And he wants that soul to be with him. And it's only through his son that you can be with him. We're going to take a little station break. We'll be back on the second half of the show. Grab your Bible, open to the book, the Acts of the Apostles, turn down to about verse 18, and we'll be back in a moment. Amen. What is truth?
1: What
2: is truth?
1: want answers i think i'm entitled you want
0: answers i want the truth you can't
2: handle the truth do like jesus said search the scriptures and you'll know what is truth. amen welcome back to the second half of the program been exciting so far you know it is exciting to see god working i know lots of times we get excited you know you drive by for example if you live in the western new york area everybody's excited now they're building a new stadium and you drive by and you see all the work going on there That's a work of man... It'll only last so long. The last stadium lasted fifty years. Right. God's doing a work here that's eternal. Amen. And we're 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 watching the works of God through the words of God. He's given us the lens to see it. And here there was a big dispute going on. Maybe, maybe we need to add something to the beautiful work of God's Son Jesus Christ. And they've all come together. The elders, the apostles, they're praying, they're considering the matter, and they're settling it once and for all. There should be no controversy about this issue. We should follow it the way God said. Amen. 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 Um, They were asking, you know, do you need to be
1: circumcised? Do you need to keep the law of Moses? And they all considered this thing, the apostles and disciples, they all got together. And the sentence at the end from James is that, no, we are not going to trouble them these Gentiles have turned to God. We're not going to add extra stuff to the gospel. I to I gospel. jump
2: in for a minute. Now let's think about this because um, I'm going back. We've got these men here and you say they're good godly men and, and they were good godly men mm, yeah. and they were together uh, considering and they're coming up with uh, conclusions. Or maybe we'll call them opinions. They're writing, well, you we know, we've, my sentences. we're going to do this. We're going to do that. But Jesus once said, if two or more are gathered together in my name, I'm in the midst. So what they're Amen. doing here, they're being moved by God's Holy Spirit to write down and to make these declarations. They're not doing it on their own. Right. Although there's a group of men, God is in the room guiding them. And and God put it in his Bible for you all go. time. There you
0: you go. got to think how, and again, this is just theory, but when you try to really look into this and you read it so many times, you got to think how... Um, ticked off, these Pharisees were. Oh, they probably shut up because they were. Sure. over. Oh, well, these are what they call them unlearned men. Yes, yeah. remember, this is what they call them. These were these were fishermen. That's what they were calling, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The yeah. Uh, yeah. That's what they were calling in the gospel. Yeah, you know, you talk to me, you unlearn, you're unlearned and all. And now they see everybody. Now, these men along say all the right Coming things, together and praying. yeah, you yeah. know, that doesn't satisfy them. Yeah. There's only one Pharisee amongst them, is and that was a former Pharisee, which was Paul. Yeah,
1: well. In verse 2 of this chapter, it says, when Paul and Barnabas had no small dissension and disputation with them, who's them? Those the, Pharisees. These, these, these people exactly. that were yeah. teaching these exactly. extra things, right? Yes. Now, they have to draw on, I would guess, like the Old Testament. They're, they're pulling mm-hmm. from the Old Testament Correct. to show these guys, look, this is not necessary for salvation. Sure. And and just thinking on that, it reminds me in Romans in Romans chapter 4, I was saying earlier that Acts 15, I like Acts 15, it's a very foundational chapter. Yes, it lays yes. down yes, it is. the law, that yes. you don't need the law, you don't need works. <laughs> it lays the law, I don't need the law. I yeah, like that. <laughs> you don't need the law to be saved, right? It's not going to save you. Yes. And so, in Romans chapter 4, they consider Abraham. Uh, verse 1, what shall we say then, that Abraham our father, as pertaining to the flesh, hath found? For if Abraham were justified by works... He hath whereof to glory, but not before God. Right. For what saith the scripture? Abraham believed God, and it was counted to him for righteousness. Not That's not, not of debt, okay? And if I go down just a little bit, let's say, uh, oh, verse 9. Now, they were talking about circumcision back here back in Acts. And right. here it is brought up again. Speaking of Abraham, it says, Cometh this blessedness, then upon the circumcision only, or upon the uncircumcision only, for we say that faith was reckoned to Abraham for righteousness, yes. right? And how was it then reckoned? When he was in circumcision or in
2: uncircumcision? It's when he was uncircumcised. Right. Because he got his faith in the 15th chapter. Of Genesis. He didn't get circumcision till the 17th chapter. Of Genesis, yes. right.
1: So stop and chew on that for a second. Yeah. Abraham, in Genesis chapter 15, believed God, and it was counted to him for righteousness, he got saved. Like a Gentile. By the word of God. Yes. Right? And then later, two chapters later, he got circumcised as an outward token of his faith. Just like baptism is an outward token of your faith. Yeah. Okay? And, I mean, anybody can grab a Bible and read Romans chapter 4 and see that it's laid out right there, clear as day for you, that it's a promise god's talking about a promise and that that in verse 14 for if they which are of the law be heirs faith is made void and the promise made of none effect it's 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 a it's a righteousness a salvation that comes
2: through faith not of some work and god made that promise to abraham he said you i know you abraham you'll command your children i'll make you a father of many nations You'll have uh, Jewish children that are circumcised. You'll have Gentile children that are uncircumcised. But as long as they believe, they've got the same blessing you had. Yes. It's faith. In the third chapter of Romans, I was just looking at it. He was talking about uh, how God is going to give righteousness in verse 26. And then he says in verse 27, where is boasting then? Boasting is excluded. By what law? Watch the two laws. The law of works? No, by the law of faith. Amen. Yes, it's the law of faith. We just learned by the law, there's no more law. The law of faith told us there's no more law of works. That's what we're learning. (laughs)
1: Galatians says it this way, that the law is a schoolmaster to lead you to Christ. It it makes you recognize that because you covet things that are not yours, because you say things that are lies or whatever you do that
2: breaks God's commands, you realize you need a Savior. That's what happened to that guy I was talking about. Right. That guy who had, had stolen the car and he was so worried and... He had been told by his mom and dad, You break the law, you're in trouble. And he thought, I broke God's law. I'm gonna to go to hell. There's no there's no hope for me. Yeah. That's because he had no hope in the Catholic Church at that point. Yeah. And he went and somebody brought him a Bible and said, But Christ forgives you of all sins. Amen. And he saw from the Bible that he could be justified by believing and purified by faith and the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ was applied in his life and he became saved. He became a preacher.
0: Amen. Yeah. Uh, Amen.
2: I,
1: I just want to say that I heard this few years back from a, from a preacher one time. And he says, you know, in case you're ever wondering, because all the religions of the world are always attached to works. Yes. If you want to find out if somebody's really religious, ask them if they believe in works, that you must be good to be saved and go to heaven. And there's always a connection between works and religion. Name any religion, works are connected. Sure. And so this pastor years ago, he said, please turn in your Bible to Romans chapter 5. It's really easy to find Romans 5. And in verse 15. Right after Acts is Romans. Yep. In verse 15, the Bible says, but uh, so also is the free gift. He's talking about salvation. So I have it circled in my Bible there in Romans 5.15. It's a free gift. And then later in the same verse, it says, And the gift by grace, which is by one man, Jesus Christ, hath abounded unto many. Amen. The next verse mentions the gift. And then later it mentions the free gift. Yes,
2: yes. Uh,
1: Verse 17 mentions gift of righteousness. Yes. Verse 18 mentions the the free gift. There you go. Look at that.
0: Yeah. Over and, and, and over. Freely, God, God yes. said freely. And he, and he, freely. And he
1: repeats it so many times that you can't miss it.
0: Yeah. You know, I, you know, I always find it interesting. He says, where's your boasting now? And what are you going to glory? And listener, if, if, if you take the Lord as your savior, and let's just say you spent your whole life and you said this makes sense and you repent and you die a week later. All right. And when you're up there, you know, again, you're standing right next to Billy Graham. Sure. all right who's worked most of his whole life for the lord or the apostle paul or the apostle yeah, paul yeah. it, it's, it doesn't matter to god you're loved and you're respected as much now again it's called it? adoption. God, adoption god loves his children right. there's Amen. no boasting yeah there is no boasting billy you didn't get here because of your preaching no you know uh you got here just like the guy that died a week ago you accepted me yes okay. now in the kingdom your works will be tried all right, Billy. I think Billy have a pretty good life. Sure, okay. sure. You're but talking saying, the we're, yeah. we're, 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 we're talking about about getting right with God, stamping your ticket to eternity with the Lord. Receive Push, or re- re- reject? Receive that's or which, reject. Will, that's that's, which will it that's be? That's it. There's no boasting. I mean, just think of the brilliance of God. Just think about that. Men and the, doesn't and the goodness of God. Yeah, yes. Men men don't do this. The goodness of God. Exactly. When you know when somebody's invited to a party, if uh, you know, you live down the block, and you are invited to the party, and and you come with a gift. Hi, John, how are you? And then all of a sudden, uh, Josh Allen shows up as well. Oh, Ooh, oh Josh wow, Allen, all yeah. the eyes. Are, that's who, not going to be. Is, that way. By the way, who is that? I think he plays for Jacksonville. Okay. <laughs> so, but uh, interesting point. Go ahead, Mark.
1: Yeah. So I guess I should flip back here to Acts fifteen. Uh, So they've made the determination here and laid the foundation. The apostles and the elders and everyone, they got together and they said that the sentences that we trouble not them, which from among the Gentiles are turned to God, verse 19. And then he moves on, verse 20, and he says, But that we write unto them, that they abstain from pollutions of idols, number one, and from fornication, number two, and from things strangled, number three, and from blood. I'm adding those numbers. Yes. So there's like four things he throws. Yes. He says, for Moses of old time hath in every city them that preach him, being read in the synagogues every Sabbath day. I just want to stop for a second. They would preach Moses in the synagogue, meaning they would preach the Old Testament law. The first five books of the correct, Bible are correct. the books of Moses, yeah. Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy. And they preached those every Sabbath day. And that's the law. And yep. the, the Jews were trying to keep the law, yes. and that was preached in, in yes. their synagogues. But really, for the Gentiles here... They're just saying for, uh, where does he say it? Somewhere in the chapter, he
2: mentions that it's just kind of for their for their good. Uh, it, verse, 20. verse 29. Abstain from meats offered to idols. Yeah. Abstain from blood. Abstain from things that are strangled. Abstain from a fornication, uh, w- which if you keep yourselves properly, you will do well, fare ye well. Amen. That'll make you fare well. So, so here's John, uh, what, what he's saying here is very interesting. The argument that was going on is, is there a difference between Jews and Gentiles? The the answer is, well, look, they're all going to get saved the exact same way. They're going to have their hearts purified by faith. They're going to have to believe in the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. And God will give them grace and save them. But when they then go their separate ways as saved people... They have two different cultures, and the Jews are still going to want to behave in a Jewish manner, Amen. according to the laws of Moses. And there's nothing wrong with trying to keep the law of Moses. It's These good. are good things to do. Amen. And But what about the Gentiles? Well, they don't have any synagogues they go to. Let's give them some basic things they can do so that they're now that they're a child of God— They're going to behave in a way that was better than the way they behaved before. Before they got saved, they probably went to different idols in temples. Maybe it was Roman idols. Maybe it was Greek idols. Maybe it was Norse mythology idols. Maybe it was Babylonian idols. Don't do that anymore. You're a child of God. Uh, Maybe before you were told it's okay to sleep with someone that's not your wife. No, you only sleep with your wife. Don't fool around with any girl that isn't your wife. By the way, there's an old Chinese proverb, and it was actually brilliant that they came up. You know that one? It says... You love one. Yeah. He who has loved many women has loved none of them. He who's loved only one has loved them all because he hasn't abused any. So they're teaching some good basic things. Uh, Stay away from blood. It's not healthy for you to drink. We don't want you to be a vampire. I mean, they're they're giving some basic, very simple things for the new believer who's a Gentile.
0: But, But the Gentiles, I mean, when you read about them in the Old Testament... At, the, at their worst, and even Paul calls them barbarians. I mean, this heathen was, barbarians. Th- th- yeah, this was a part of their life. I mean, yes. they didn't think it was wrong. I mean, they, they, they you know, they had fornication. They had uh, the houses, the, the the orgy houses, the harlot houses, and whatnot. Okay, and let's, anything let's, anything let's look right. at us as a, as, a, you know? as
2: a, well. Maybe not you, Mark. You're a good right. boy. You and I were a couple <laughs> of former heathen. Right. Okay. Mark was a good guy his whole life. I don't know about that. We were former heathen. Okay. As former heathen, growing up in heathen America where the gospel wasn't preached to us as little kids and yeah we went to church what 45 minutes a week although i gotta tell you i found a mass on saturday that was 15 (laughs) minutes i used to do that and get the duty out of the way and the rest of the week was ours Mm -hmm. and come on john uh we grew up in an era there was rock and roll music you get the keys to the car it's friday night you get that girl you go yep. out, it's paradise by the dashboard light. Yep. I mean, but that's okay. It's America. It's American graffiti. We did all that stuff. We thought it was okay. That's right. There was really no laws against it Two consenting adults. Nope. And now he's saying, wait, you're a child of God. Right. God's children behave differently than heathen. Right. Yeah. Right. And I've, I've, no, I want you to, to a higher standard. Did your father ever say to you, John, and my did, dad with me, you're carrying my name around. I don't want you to drag yeah. my name through the mud. And God's saying you're not a heathen anymore. Yeah. I've purified your heart by faith. You're going to live to a little bit better level. Yeah. You'll be a witness to
1: people. Yeah. You know. Well, you you mentioned culture and that yeah. nails it right on the head because like I've heard uh, I've never been to California. But I've had people tell me, you if you go to California, California, if you go there, you're yeah. going to notice a culture it difference. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you're yeah. going to get it. If you go live in Las Vegas, you're going to notice a culture difference. Yeah, right? you sure are. And there was sure a culture difference between the Jews and the Gentiles. Absolutely.
0: Mike, yeah. things strangled. Um, you preached on that one time as a doctor. I think sometimes the Gentiles, they didn't they didn't do like the Jews when they sacrificed. They they would, they would choke the animal or something like that. Yes, and
2: God you, had uh, figured out a long time ago, actually since he made it, he knew better, <laughs> that if you're going to eat meat, the best way to do it is have it prepared in what God said is a kosher manner. Um, rather than strangle the animal or shoot the animal or hit the animal in the head, if you uh, cut the jugular vein, and it is true, in the neck, there are very few nerves here. You can actually, they would actually hold a lamb and they would have this very sharp blade, and the lamb is licking their hand, and they cut the jugular vein, and slowly the blood starts coming out, and it turns out from anesthesia that as the blood goes out, you begin to go to sleep. Hmm. It's like an anesthetic, and and the animal goes right to sleep in your hands, only unfortunately, it's the sleep of death for the animal, but because it's so peaceful, they don't release any of the toxins into the saying, blood yeah. they don't release any of the extra hormones into the blood i mean the meat is healthiest right. you know? so that that's what he's saying right. yeah. because
0: yeah. that was that was one of the ways they did it i mean they just they didn't have the cow stock god had taught they, them how you know, to do you know, it they yeah. right. take them they take a rope and each is to strangle the animal and yeah. eat they pretty barbaric but that's so here god
2: know? was actually i think caring for his children realizing you'll be healthier you'll not only be of course your soul is healthy now because you believed on my son, your spirit's healthy. Because you're learning my word, but I'm going to keep your body healthy too. Because you're my child, and, and so I'm doing something good Amen. physically
0: for you. Good you advice. Yeah. And don't drink the blood because there was a lot of. Oh gosh, there was a lot of. Well, you as a doctor, but oh. I know we we also know from secular history that there was a lot of um, of uh, that's cropping up worship. today. Yeah, just it was a lot of... That's cropping up. What? Oh, there was a lot That's of... The, these, these, the, oh, the, lot the of a, vampire voodoo thing. They're, they're oh, doing yeah. this now. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you know, I don't know if they, well, they were necessarily Halloween's vampires, coming. but... The, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if they were necessarily vampires, but if you talk to our, you know, our brother Kevin that we've had on the show and... He's a he's a walking encyclopedia of, of, of this all the type, religious that craziness out there. What yeah. they used to do they yeah. do nothing. They drink the blood of an animal and they would have oh life yeah
1: during like a satanic ritual. Yep, they or might not even like have been a
0: satanic ritual. They could have been they could have been like you know again poorly taught. If you drink this this blood of this animal, you're they might it think that's they're taught properly. You. Yeah. yeah, you know yeah. I mean the, to to read, we've come a long way, baby. <laughs> I mean, but to read this is this two thousand years ago the way the non Jews lived, you know. And it like barbarians. Two thousand years ago wasn't all that the long life ago. expectancy yeah. was forty years old. Right.
2: Yeah. If you were a Gentile, you were right.
0: dead by forty usually. Right. Yeah. yeah. And that's and, and folks, that's all that's all secular history. That's you know, you could you could look that up. That's verifiable.
2: Yeah. yeah. And God's
1: ways are always best. And here Amen. we are, verse twenty two, after they heard all this, it says, Then pleased it the apostles and the elders with the whole church to send chosen men of their own company to Antioch with paul and barnabas namely judas surnamed barsabbas and silas chief men among the brethren so
2: these two guys are going to go with paul and barnabas Mm -hmm. well they're going back because there was um a disputation in the first chapter our first verse yes i mean these men had come to antioch from Judea and started teaching these things you got to keep the law of moses and okay we're going to go to jerusalem to check it out and they're saying, "Look, we're going to send a double witness back. Yes. If you just go alone, let us send two people from Jerusalem that have heard the whole council to go with you. And not only that, let us write it down. Yes, yeah, so mm. it's in writing. Yeah, and it's a double You're getting witness. a double
1: witness. Yeah, yep. can't do much better than that. Yeah, right? Amen. <laughs> and they wrote letters by them after this manner: the apostles and elders and brethren send greeting unto the brethren amen. which are of the Gentiles in Antioch and Syria and Cilicia. Well, the church is growing." Yeah. For as much as we have heard that certain which went out from from us have troubled you with words, subverting your souls, that's that's not good, saying ye must be circumcised and keep the law, to whom we gave no such commandment. Amen. So think about that. There is no such commandment that you must be circumcised or keep the law. Same thing, there's no such commandment that you must be baptized
2: with water sure. and keep the law, Or, or keep a sacrament. And, yeah. and notice, it, it, if you do believe those things, he says in the middle of that verse, it will subvert your soul, not convert your soul. Right. It'll turn you under. Like it's a Subversive, submarine. yeah. It'll yeah. take you down. Yeah. And, and that's not what God wants. God wants your soul lifted up in conversion of faith. Amen. Yeah.
1: Amen. And then they go on a, on a good note here. It's It seemed good unto us, being assembled with one accord. Amen. To send chosen men unto you with our beloved Barnabas and Paul. Men that have hazarded their lives for the name of our Lord Jesus that's, Christ. That's
2: commitment. Yeah. We mm-hmm. just had a, a meeting at uh, Pastor Pete's last week. It was really good, and the whole theme was commitment. Amen. I mean, if you're going to give your heart to the Lord, we had four people raise their hands to get saved. Amen. But, but then the thing is to... To now give your heart to the Lord. They gave one of the people they gave to me, a, a man named Jose. They said, Go speak with him. I showed him the Bible. We talked about things, and uh, he's real excited. I ordered a, a large print Bible for him. Amen. To, and uh, commitment. Yes. And and these men have committed their lives to the Lord Jesus. There's no better thing to do Amen. than to give your heart to God and your life to God. Thank you for saying that last part
1: because I remember before I got saved, I remember thinking, Wow, this is a big commitment to commit my life to God. But really, he he wants your heart. Yeah. You know, he he wants you to follow him and walk in his ways. But first, he wants you to just give your heart to him. Now, you
2: did that. Now, that was 20 years ago, probably? Yeah, a little more. Okay, so in your own mind, because you you remember, go back the 20 years before and then go the 20 years after. Which was the better? If you had to weigh the two? I mean, give a testimony. Uh, Well, absolutely. (laughs) After being saved is so much better. I I mean, I, I put
1: it this way with people sometimes. I remember, especially when I was young, I used to think, okay, you know, my parents taught me right and wrong, and my parents kind of told me which way to go in life with different things and tried to point me in the right direction. But I always felt like, how do you really know? How do you really know what's really right which and what's way? really yeah. wrong, mm-hmm. what's really true and what's a pack of lies? What is you, truth? Yeah, yeah, how do you okay. really know? Yeah. But once I got saved and started reading the Bible, then it's like, Wow, this is the instruction book. Amen. It's like, you know, you got an instruction. Let's say you got something a little more complicated than a car. Let's say you got, I have a tractor. Okay. okay? I'm not familiar with changing the oil on a tractor, changing the hydraulic fluid for the hydraulics and stuff. It's something new to me and unfamiliar. Well, guess what? I got an instruction book. Okay.
2: It helps, doesn't it?
1: But this is the instruction book for life. Yeah. Yeah, it does help. And so once I got saved, like you're talking about the next 20 some years for me, Things are clear when God starts to show you in his word which way you ought to go. Your tractor,
2: what make is it? I have a John, not, John not Deere. i trying to advertise, John Deere. Yeah. So what if you were to get an instruction manual from GM or Ford? No good. Okay, what if you got the one from John Deere? That's what I need. Then you know that you're doing the right thing. Yeah. So the creator and the maker is the instruction manual you want. Yes, and that's a
1: King James Bible, yeah, because the words are the same. The there's the old pastor used to say things that are different are not the same. They, they, the things like, that are different are not the and, same, and, and you don't want changed words in modern Bibles. Different God's word freely
0: now. and without cost. And we and just we, saw that, yes, yeah. <laughs> and we know from scriptures that you know. Again, it's my life, my life, my life. You know, Billy Joel song, uh, you right? Know, uh, leave leave you me alone, alone right. my, <laughs> my life. But we do know that. Jesus says, "I am the life." By the way, yeah. you know the life next song he wrote. He's an angry young
2: man. Yeah. He wrote the same songs. Yeah, 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 so yeah. It didn't work out yeah, so well. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, yeah.
0: Exactly. Yeah. exactly. But we know. Yeah. But we know. Jesus says, "I am the life." Yeah, you know. So, amen. So again, we know from we have a life. We, we understand it. We see through a glass darkly, but but our life, if our real life, is in Christ. Yes, Amen. You know, he's our, he's our, our it's our, an abundant life. It's an That's abundant life. That's what
2: he said. Yeah. I have come that they might have, have life and have, have it, it more, more abundantly. abundantly. So what does John that mean? Yeah.
0: And yeah. The, f- the first thing our secular mind thinks is like, okay, will I get more things? You know, I'll have life more abundantly. I'll, will I get more money, more things? It's not what he's saying.
2: Well, one that's of the things saying, I mean, from your, the
0: testimony, you you had twenty years before and twenty yeah. years
2: after, yeah. you've seen the difference, John. Mm-hmm, you, absolutely, you've seen the difference. Absolutely, and not that you were an
0: unsuccessful person, you were successful. Yeah, yeah. But there was a big difference between material success and spiritual. You, you know, the thing is, I came from if you're in, if you're in business in America and if you're especially in sales, corporate sales. Um, your eyes are set on things. Yes. You're told to set your eyes on things. You know, if it's to be, it's up to me. Like I always talk right, around right, you, right. put the picture of the Corvette on, on, the, on, the, on a refrigerator. And then one day I looked at, even before I was saved, I said, I don't even like Corvettes. I don't even want a Corvette. I don't even want a Corvette. <laughs> I'm being brainwashed.
2: And that's yeah. why I, think when I, when yeah, I yeah. it,
0: but you know it, it is, it, it, they said, keep your, what does Paul tell us? Keep your eyes on things above. Yes, amen. He says, if the things that are unseen, our eternal, our, our, yeah, our are eternal are so much, much more yeah. important than the things that are seen which and, are temporal and i just you know i was witnessing to a, a, a dear friend of mine yesterday about these things it, it made a lot of sense don't look at those things look at the things you can't see peace of course Christ. by the way i'll peace, tell you something. Love. You know, peace. My dad got one of those Corvettes. It yeah. broke down. They're temporal. Yeah. And they're, all, they're all temporal. They, they're an expensive but, nuisance. But when, yeah. you know, at least in my life, when when I put... when So to come to the realization, it's something missing, because now you're sort of to the part where you, you're kind of starting to get successful in the eyes of the American public, but you, there is something missing. And all the things that are missing are things that are not seen. Yeah, Those yeah. are the things that mean... So like I said, peace, love, joy a friendship, you know, you can't trust, trust, commitment, Yes, commitment. And then when you say, I'm going to make a commitment, but you make a commitment, you, you know, I don't want to be a patsy. I'm not, if I'm going to commit, if I want to commit my life, if I'm going to bend my knee to anyone, they have to be perfect. I don't want to bend my knee or commit my life to, To uh, a politician, that I find out that smoking quacks with a bunch of and all that kind of stuff, yeah, right, all right. So you could take trust knowing that this is God, God. this is the Lord, and and you know, not only not only can you trust bending your knees, you should bend your knee. Yeah, yeah. he's a holy God, and this is a holy
1: Bible. And and you know, even if you climb that corporate ladder all the way, and you look at someone like Howard Hughes, who was the richest man in the world back in the early seventies, late sixties, he was very, very bitter at the end of his life, oh, yeah. he was he was miserable to be around. I, I heard a testimony from the guy who was his personal aide near the last few years of his life. It was terrible to be around him. He thought
2: everybody was out to steal from yeah. him. And, and I'll yeah. bet most people did want to steal from him. I mean, here's an easy mark. I want to get close to this guy and empty yeah. his bank account. Yeah. Yeah. The lust of money, Jesus said. That the love of money, if that's what your love is, it, it becomes the root of all the evil in your life. And he climbed the ladder all the way and he had no peace. Yeah. No. Yeah, well, you never know who's, uh, if you were that famous or wealthy, then I don't know if someone wants to be my friend. Is it because they like me or they like what I possess? About, and we're, and right. we're men. And yeah. we're men.
0: How about, you know, female company? I mean, it's, it's all known. It's just like, sure. You know, the richest guy. <laughs> I heard a comedian say one time, look at Mick Jagger. <laughs> <laughs> he, said, you, he said, I think it was Pryor, Richard Pryor said, if you saw that guy walking down the street, he said, that's an ugly white man. He <laughs> <You laughs> you know? even wrote a song about that called <laughs> yeah. Under My Thumb about how girls
2: ignored him. And then once he got famous, they were yeah, following exactly. him around. Yes, and yes. Then, You
0: know, and then become, you know, say, so this is the world we live in and it's fake. It's vanity. Right. Bible fake, tells is that it's vanity. fake is not
1: good. Fake is not good. Amen. Well, uh. We left off in the chapter here, uh, basically they they make the proclamation, the apostles and the disciples and the elders, they all get together and say that salvation being saved is not through circumcision, it's not through keeping the law of Moses, and we brought that up to today's manner in the fact that it's not through water baptism, it's not through some kind of a work. Read Romans again in chapter 3, 4, and 5 if you're not clear.
2: Read the book of Galatians if you're not clear. It's very clear in the Bible that it's not of yeah. it works. And, and I love this chapter because when Paul and Barnabas and Barsabbas and Silas return and they read it, the epistle, it says, verse 31, when they had read this, they rejoiced for the consolation. Amen. And uh, they continued, verse 35, teaching and preaching the word God. Of the lord that's what we do right on here on the what is truth radio show as we bring you the word of god check out our website graceandtruthchurch.org join us again next week at seven o'clock and until we get together do like jesus said search the scriptures and you'll know what is true amen amen
0: you've been listening to what is truth the radio show devoted to asking the question what is truth listen every weekend at this time for what is truth only on w e c k